0: I'm Mike Simmons, and this is the Yearbook Wise Podcast. Hello, everyone. It's good to be back with you. It's uh, just the first week of August. We are back from archery camp in New Hampshire with our family. And uh, we've got uh, just about a month to go until schools here in New York are back in session. I've got Camp Tesserae coming up this weekend uh, with about half of our staff coming uh, to work with two dear friends, uh, Mark Murray and Brenda Gorsuch. Uh, we are able to bring them in to work with our kids, and I'm really excited about uh, all that's going to happen there. And then uh, it'll be time for some true downtime, uh, some family camping, and uh chores and things around the house before we uh, before we look at getting started again in September. Things up here in New York are uh, a little bit late. We had graduation on June 27th, and we don't get back with students until the uh, Wednesday after Labor Day. Today in the podcast, we're going to go uh, a little bit soapbox. Uh, this is just me, no interview. Uh, but I reached out to some friends to talk about a subject that I think we need to be paying more attention to and uh, to which we need to have, or about which we need to have some some more honest um, conversations. You know, I think the worst defense to keep on doing something is that, uh, quote, we've always done it that way. Um, it's a really poor excuse for things institutionally. Um, it's terrible for educational pedagogy, and it's terrible for yearbooking as well. And when it comes to the issue of senior quotes and senior superlatives and senior wills and all of the other senior inflected content uh, that we find ourselves confronting in uh, a typical yearbook. Uh, I think it's time that we have, long since time that we have a conversation about that focus and that emphasis on on seniors. Um, I tend to um, just call it senior worship. And I think as we look to build and develop more inclusive books that are marketed to the entire school Uh, we're really doing ourselves a disservice by continuing uh, that focus. Two, if you think about the things that Sumner, Washington, and Madura County, California, and Green Bay in New Berlin, Wisconsin, Highland Park High School in Chicago, schools in Boca Raton, and Kansas City, and Kelso, Washington, you look at what they all have in common, they've all made the news in the last two years because of what's been printed in senior quotes. And uh, the extent to which students have either snuck or tried to embed uh, quotes from everybody from Hitler to Harry Potter um, into the books that have raised concerns. Um, So much so, in fact, that that we've got schools that are having to physically remove and cut pages out of the books. Uh, Schools that are having to recall books schools and school boards that are having to foot the bill for the entire reprinting tens of thousands of dollars of reprinting uh, with the company there are advisors being suspended and even fired because of wayward quotes in particular so uh, knowing that this was this was in the offing I, i reached out to uh some friends in the kind of the wider yearbook brain trust um, some advisors that, that I trade books with and that I consider mentors to both me and my students. And I said, you know, what kinds of decisions are you making in your own lab? What kind of advice are you offering to other advisors? And, uh, and, and, and where can this go in a more proactive way um, if we can convince people that including senior quotes is, uh, is, is not the thing to be doing anymore in 2020? And to that end, uh, they provided a a whole bunch of feedback. Uh, There's four or five tips here that I'd like to share in this. That's going to be a a fairly quick episode uh, of alternatives that you could bring to your students and student editors as you confront the decision-making on whether or not to include uh, senior quotes and other senior-focused content in your books. Now, I just mentioned this, but before we really dive in, I think it's important to know that most everyone who participated in this, this conversation and gave me some feedback highlighted the fact that these decisions need to be made by your students and by your student editors within your program. So many of us believe that our programs are uh, and need to be student-run publications where our students are empowered to make the editorial and content decisions. Uh, this is uh, as great an example as you'll ever find of maybe difficult conversations that need to be had as it goes to consequences and outcomes. But then we as advisors, once we've uh, facilitated those conversations, maybe provided our students with resources um, or talking points or data or articles uh, from newspapers, there's a ton out there if you wanna take this issue in particular on, on senior quotes gone awry. But once we've put that content in front of them and helped facilitate a conversation, we do need to take a step back and say, okay, this is where we are, you know the conversation, here's the data, how do you want to proceed and what's in the best interests of our program and our school and community? Uh, That can be tough, and and I know that doesn't fly in every uh, publication lab. It's my hope that more and more schools each year are working towards that reality where their student editors are empowered. But uh, please understand as I enter into this conversation, uh, that is one thought that is foremost in mind. I think pretty much everybody listening is going to understand what we mean by senior quotes. They're delivered in a lot of different ways, but most typically uh, it might be you know, 10 to 20 words that's packaged right underneath uh, or adjacent to a senior portrait in the portrait or mugshot pages. Uh, they have existed since almost the beginning of yearbooks, I'm sure. I don't have an exhaustive uh, oral history of senior quotes prepared for you. Um, frankly, I don't think it's really worth the time. Now, if you're listening and thinking, but we love our senior quotes, and I, as the advisor, love our senior quotes, um, my biases are going to come right out here. I think they should be eliminated wholesale, um, and if, uh, if that frustrates you, I'd encourage you to listen to the rest of the episode, uh, and, and through this appeal, uh, I think there's lots of ways that we can package other or different or more journalistic content that can add way more value. Uh, than a traditional senior quote and avoid many of the pitfalls that uh, that we see in, in the news as soon as yearbooks start getting distributed every May and June. And really uh, I think that's the thing that's gotten me here is is just the preponderance of uh, Facebook posts that are shared among some of the different advisor groups um, when a yearbook program hits the local news because of again a Hitler quote or a homophobic quote or a a, uh, a a racist quote or something that got by uh, an advisor or a set of student editors or in the worst case a scenario uh, a, a program where the book has to go in front of the principal uh, or an administrator for review where even they've missed it and it still gets printed and published they're just so fraught and so dangerous i don't think they're worth the time especially when we look at what some of the best books in the country are doing leveraging great journalistic coverage and including lots of senior voice and lots of senior quotes, but doing it in compelling and engaging and meaningful ways through coverage and content uh, that, again, is much, much more journalistic and will, I think, hold up uh, months and even decades hence on further reads and reviews. I think that Schools that, that get after this and can shift their ways and include more journalistic content are doing their school and community uh, a much better service, creating something that, again, 5, 10, 25 years down the road will be much more instructive and informative and give a much better sense of who that person was at that moment in time than some pithy quote from you know, Beyonce or from parks and rec or any of the rest and no hate on beyonce or parks and rec they're both fantastic now as i get into this i'm not going to go back and dig up uh, some of the the worst offenders on senior quotes you can google yearbook advisor fired yearbook recall senior quote there's just a a wealth of, uh, unfortunately, a wealth of headlines out there for you to uh, take a look at yourself. Instead, I'd rather get right into some of the solutions uh, and some of the things that that other books are doing that might be a great way for you to shift if you feel that that content uh, needs to be replaced. If you are a program that sees an opportunity to grow or change or step away from that tradition uh, and you want some options on what to plug in instead, Uh, here are some solutions and tips for you. First up, senior brags or senior stats. Um, uh, This would be a uh, kind of more of a a data approach um, that might not include student voice, but you could nearby a portrait or uh, in the index, which is where some of these uh, schools that do this, it's where our school includes these. You would include, you know, student council 9-12 to reflect student council participation from freshman to senior year. So, you know, joey miller student council 9-12 comma varsity baseball 11 12 comma marching band 10-12 you get right on through that uh, and include all of those stats ours in tesserae are limited to uh, school sponsored clubs and activities uh, and sports so if this is a, a person who participates in the local dance studio or a non-school robotics team or a shooting sports club that's offered at the local uh, fish and game club those activities aren't included uh, at least in our listing by policy we just include our students just include um, the officially sanctioned corning painted post uh, again clubs activities and sports Um, again where to package this sometimes they would take the physical space of where a quote could go um, or be run in a block of text at the Uh, left or right hand end of a uh, row of pictures, sometimes they're offered immediately after the student's name um, in a text block where uh, it's just kind of a running list, student name, all their activities, semicolon, next student name, and it lists all of those out. Um, One critique that was offered uh, amongst the advisors that I asked about this is, you know, not every student is Um, involved and engaged to the same extent, the same level? And, you know, could it be perhaps embarrassing for a student not to have many activities to list, uh, whether they were engaged beyond the uh, walls of the school or not engaged at all? They just, that wasn't their thing. And while that's um, a valid uh, concern, I think when you look at the potential for packaging uh, that content, perhaps in the index and just running the entries that you do have, um, you know, you've got some opportunities where you wouldn't necessarily uh, single out a kid who's less involved. Uh, Fact checking on those senior brags could be uh, important. Um, Maybe doing some spot checking of you know every fifth entry or something like that against uh, or with advisors and coaches um, or the uh, group pictures and the sports pictures that you have in your own past yearbooks. Uh, Taking some time to make sure that those are accurate would be, I think, a a good use of time, although uh, at least one of the advisors who chimed in, uh, Mary Kay Downs, the yearbook queen from Chantilly, Virginia, said that they've been doing senior brags and stats for almost three decades, and she's confident that they've not had any fake content uh, get published uh, via the book. Uh, Another opportunity if you want to preserve student voice and senior quotes you can quote your seniors but let's please not just make it some quote from disney or some quote that might be from hitler or a song lyric from beyonce let's get them quoted about the year they're having or the things about which they're passionate or uh, or come up with some whole book link Uh, that gets a quote that's based off of the book's theme. And we're going to unpack this a little bit, but there's lots of different directions you can go with this. Um, The first, what if you were to create a 10-question senior survey that you published close to the beginning of the year? Um, Perhaps you're talking to students about their favorite teacher that they've had over the four years of high school. Perhaps you ask them about the most meaningful uh, club or group or activity they've been involved in or their favorite memory from uh, one of the same. Um, ask them uh, about w- uh, where they might be uh, 20 years from now, um, something that they'll miss most from their campus or their school culture, um, something that, that they might miss uh, or, or really appreciate about their hometown and community. There's all sorts of different ways you can go with this. Um, not to mention links that you could make to the theme. For instance, if it was the 20th anniversary of your book, maybe you go back to that where will you, where will you be in 20 years uh, question. Um, somebody in the discussion, Casey Nichols out in California, suggested that, that a book theme a few years ago for them was uh, good to be here. Uh, it was kind of about home and community. Uh, so one question they could ask their seniors is, you know, where's your home away from home? Um, our book a couple of years ago, uh, volume four was the best is up to you. So in the book, uh, on coverage pages, my students did all coverage devices, uh, little mods that were consistent and showed up on, you know, every other spread or so it was a question that, um, asked, you know, if it was up to you or what was the best, it was language that spun off of the theme and those were included in the coverage and, and content pages. But questions like that, that relate back to the theme, you know, if, if it was up to you, um, what's a class that you would add to the the curriculum at corning Pendant post high school or if it was up to you what's one place that you would travel uh before you settle down and start a family or or something like that and that that kind of question you know assumes a lot but you get the idea if you can connect back to the theme um, and and get uh, student voice activated that way then you're serving getting student quotes and and senior quotes in there you can still give the seniors like yes you are quoted uh, but again it's more on your terms and it's bounded by again a thematic connection or something that's more reflective and uh that that kind of puts them in in that mindset you know we don't run senior quotes we haven't since um, the very very early 2000s uh, when we eliminated them at our uh, previous high school from which uh, Corning Panda post high school was was uh was created Uh, a few years ago Uh, at any rate uh, you know when i hear these stories about but but i i've known since sixth grade what my senior quote was going to be or i I have to get this quote in here from again from beyonce it's an example that i heard uh, a few weeks ago in st louis so forgive me to to keep tapping into it but i really i kind of roll my eyes i mean if your whole uh senior you know existence and the the meaningful nature of, of your year or, or the value um, that you place on this yearbook is because of one quote that you say you've been, you know, obsessed with since sixth grade. I, I really call that into question and, and I'd love to know more about what makes you as a person tick and and what you're passionate about and what you're, um, again, what you're going to recollect or what you're looking forward to in the future. I, I just find it so hard to believe um, really to the, to the point of an eye roll that, that somebody has been so uh, set on this, this quote for you know, six and a half years that it's gonna ruin their senior year uh, not to run it in the book. Um, I think there's a, a, we, we can up our game and up our community's game by, by pushing out into some of these new um, directions. Um, I was talking there about a, a survey at the beginning of a year. We would do that uh, in my program with Google Forms um, and a Google survey. We found it to be pretty effective to get out to our lunch periods. We happen to have yearbook during uh, some of the lunch periods. So when we need to get uh, content uh, taken care of, uh, when we need to do surveys and reach out to the student body, uh, we will often do that on a Google Form and then load that form uh, up on, you know, four or five, six different iPads. Uh, and take those down to the cafeteria and and do the wander and, and engage with as many students as possible. So our students would, in this case, you know look out to the seniors. Uh, we happen to have an activities fair at the beginning of the uh, of the year where the hallway outside the cafeteria is lined with um, tables that are staffed by, kids from each different club and activity, so maybe that's an opportunity to have those ipads out at the yearbook table and say hey seniors stop on by you know grab a lollipop uh, or a smarties thing we've had kids before you know be a smarty take our survey those kinds of things so you get the smarties candies out there from sam's club you know buy 500 for 11 bucks or whatever it is and uh, entice those seniors in to get that content and to uh, and to pull them Another related uh, kind of content uh, wrapped up in senior quotes is senior superlatives. When we talk about, you know, most athletic and most musical, uh, person with the best eyes, the best hair, things like that. This is another one um, that we eradicated from the West High Yearbook uh, years and years ago. And for schools that are still holding on to them, I will say there are a few opportunities where. Um, I can roll my eyes a little bit less and be far more supportive um, of, of this kind of content if it's done in a particular way. And really, it's about, again, leveraging good journalism. Uh, if you're going to go after uh, best musician or most athletic uh, and things like that with your polling and voting, again, maybe leveraged via a Google form, m- let's curate that content but run it as a story package to establish the context of why that person was picked so if again you know joey and lindsay are are picked as the best musicians can we talk to and interview the the band director or the choir director can we interview the kid that sits next to uh that student in the trumpet section or the person who uh, starred with them in, in the musical and get other people quoted about those quality attributes uh, from those students. Then we're including you know, the two kids or however many kids who are picked, but we've also got student voice from yet other students, and, and that's in my world, again, we're including more student voice, uh, but we're making it, again, authentic journalism and developing a really nice uh, coverage package there. Um, One school, uh, one advisor who chimed in on on this group discussion we had said, you know, they've seen schools that allow their students to pick their own superlative. A little risky here. I'm I'm sure there's room for uh, inappropriate content, and and this is going to be another one of those that's going to need to be reviewed and proofed uh, by editors and, and maybe the advisor to make sure that nobody's trying to sneak in any content that has innuendo or could be misconstrued. But uh, but what could happen to to get away from kind of those um, old, uh, you know, already been done uh, and and overrun topics like most athletic and best musician and things like that? What could come of students nominating themselves for um, their their superlative? Um, It could be, you know, most likely to be a crazy cat lady um down down the road or most likely to survive the zombie apocalypse or who who knows what Uh, but there's maybe some potential uh, potential there now for a staff that feels like they need to make a transition away from this or is looking for uh, ways to uh, still serve their senior class with senior quotes maybe just the same as it's always been done um, but you also you know want to shield or protect uh, maybe raise the bar a little bit higher what if you uh, told your senior classes, as a, as a matter of policy and this would be a, a change that uh, they can run their senior quotes but it's going to be in these senior tribute or senior baby ads that run at the back of the book uh, we have a robust business operation at tesserae and we do a, a good business with senior ads and senior tributes uh, our kids, our student editors, and, and our business staff uh, do look through and, and you know, parse all of the messaging there. Uh, only very occasionally have we had a concern with a quote that was you know, submitted, actually in this case, by a parent, um, and we addressed that, that concern there. But if you want a space where seniors can customize, I say let that be it. And the added benefit, of course, is that you could make money from it and uh, that you would you know, serve, serve that purpose as well give them what they want, but make them pay for it, make them do it on on your terms. Um, Other alternatives that I've seen on uh, getting senior quotes out of the yearbook is by handing them off to the magazine or to the newspaper. Um, and letting a different staff um, handle it. And I'm not saying that sarcastically, like, (laughs) stinks to be those guys, like hand it off to the newspaper staff, but because of the lifespan of a printed newspaper a printed magazine uh, versus the yearbook, it has seemed to be um, a somewhat safer place um, for those two to be included. And I've heard stories uh, of that kind of switch um, from a number of high schools. Now one kind of bigger note uh, about all of this, and I, I mentioned this at the top, is why why do we insist on this senior worship in the first place? Um, and, and this is a total values judgment. I'm giving you my opinion here. It's my podcast. Feel free to, to come back uh, in, on Twitter or email me. I'd love to hear from you. And I'm not I'm not saying that you know confrontationally, but in our book, uh, the kids have decided that seniors get a, a, a bit of a larger portrait They get the senior stats uh, back in the index, and there is the opportunity for parents and families to purchase uh, senior tribute ads, and we have price points from $50 to $375 uh, that can really, I think, address most any family's needs, and certainly uh, at times our students have accommodated uh, requests or addressed uh, and and supported addressing uh, families' financial needs to, to make that happen. Uh, At any rate, why why senior portraits that are bigger? Plus, um, you know, I've I've seen books that have senior tucks and drape photos side by side with a senior photo, side by side with the senior quote, then the senior wills, then the senior tribute ads, then the senior superlatives. And I've literally had those staffs come to me at a workshop and say, but we don't understand why the freshmen aren't buying our book. Well, guess what? It's because they're not in it. Um, And that was an extreme case. It's one that I'll remember uh, for for the the rest of my advising career. It happened a couple years ago. That conversation happened a couple years ago in Buffalo at a a local workshop. But the case remains. If we are uh, doing our jobs, and I think it's the job of of a 21st century yearbook, to be as inclusive as possible uh, across all grades and all interests and categories, all demographics, then I think we need to encourage our students to come at this a different way and recognize that it's a book for all students and the seniors uh, getting a few extra um, nods is uh, appropriate, but that when we get into that, that realm of, of senior worship, as, as I say, my phrase, not anybody else's, um, that I think it's extreme and really does a disservice uh, to the book. And, and then again, kind of finishing where we started when we get into those senior quotes that need to be fact checked seven ways to Sunday to make sure that it's not uh, innuendo, that it's not racism, that it's not homophobia, um, or any of those other, you know, potentially fraud doesn't fall into any of those other categories. Um, In my book, it's just not worth it anymore. And there's so many other things that we can be doing more effectively, more journalistically, more inclusively uh, to reach out to both the seniors and the entire student body um, that's where i want us to to focus our energies and that's where i'd like you to as editors and students and advisors encourage your staffs um, to pursue that and, and let some of those old tropes go um, i hope that this has been instructive and an informative Uh, By all means, I welcome dissent and conversation. I would love to hear from you. You can reach out and email me at iteachyearbook at gmail.com. You can find the podcast on Twitter at at yearbookwise. That's yearbook, W-H-Y-S and uh, and i know that some of you work at schools where senior quotes is literally something you've been told by the headmaster or principal that you must include i would encourage if you are uh, a- an advisor if you're a listener out there who'd like to affect some change and and grow and develop and perhaps uh, reduce the sway that senior quotes hold over your book um, do some of your own googling listen back and think about some of the options that uh, that I was able to uh, bring you in this podcast to explore alternatives and other ways of highlighting and uh, engaging with your seniors and, uh, and your student body because I think there's a lot more effective directions that we could turn. For now though, friends, uh, thanks for the listen. Good luck. Be well. We'll talk soon.